One of the first ways we can identify narcissists in our life is through their own words. Regardless of the type of relationship you have with a narcissist, if you're looking for ways to identify people in your life who could be potentially toxic, this video is for you. Today I'm going to share with you a few verbal cues that you might hear from a narcissist or another type of toxic person in your life that would allow you to recognize early on that this person might be toxic and maybe reduce contact with them or eliminate them from your life. That's what we're talking about today at queenbeing.com. How to recognize a narcissist or a toxic person through just the words they use. So, let's get started. Closed captioning provided by Athena Moberg and cptsdfoundation.org. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll get going. So you know, if you've been in a relationship with a narcissist of any sort, whether it's a work thing or a spouse thing, a boyfriend, girlfriend thing, a parent thing, there are certain common things you see. You notice they might act like they're always a little better than you, or they might always be insulting. They might be demeaning. They might need more attention than you can stand to give them. Maybe they won't give you any attention, or they definitely don't reciprocate any of your efforts. Maybe they cheat on you, or they regularly lose interest in you, and they require you to change yourself to be part of their deal. That's if you're in a romantic relationship. But even if you're in a friend relationship or a work coworker type of relationship, similar things can happen. In many cases, is they humiliate you in public and they do this for the purpose of making themselves look better. They might be all about impressing other people, making false promises, or even taking credit for things you've done or other people have done. Narcissists are pretty identifiable once you get your finger on the pulse of what they're all about. But what about the words they use? Today I'm going to share with you four different types of sort of red flag words or phrases that narcissists will use in order to manipulate you and make you do what they want when they want. Number one, seduction. Not just the word seduction, but the act of seduction through words. So this happens during the love bombing phase a lot. And narcissists will say things like, oh my gosh, you're the most amazing person I ever met. Or I have never met someone as wonderful as you. I just love you. You are so much better than my ex. You're the center of my world. I will give you everything. I will give you everything and more. I would give you this shirt off my back if you needed it. I will treat you better than anyone has ever treated you before. No one can love you like I love you. Your ex is a serious loser. I'm the better choice, obviously. I'm going to be really, really rich someday. I'm going to be really famous someday. I've got these amazing ideas and I'm going to tell you my secret plan for, for success or for taking over the world or whatever. Now, one thing you might notice about a lot of these phrases is that they're all about comparing you or themselves with someone else. So that, that little red flag there is that you will be compared in the future if you're with a narcissist or a toxic person. Number two is you know, kind of the hate words, the bad negative words. Words like loser, phrases like not good enough. For example, let me tell you about this loser I went to school with. Or that person right there, big nerd, let me tell you all about him. Or these people I work with are so stupid. Or I am getting screwed over at work, my boss is being unfair. I'm pretty sure the whole world's against me. My boss is just mad at me because I'm so much smarter than he is or she is. I can't wait to see that person go through the humiliation they deserve. Things like that. A couple of red flags here. You obviously see the superiority coming through when they're so much better than their boss, etc. And how excited they get when they think about someone else's humiliation and pain. 
two big red flags for narcissists. And then of course there's number three, the lacking empathy phrasing and words. You tell them a story and you tell them maybe the worst story, the worst thing that ever happened to you in your life. Let's say you got run over a car 16 times and both of your legs were broken and all every bone in your body and whatever. Something terrible. You tell them a story and they go, oh yeah, well you think that's bad. Let me tell you what happened to me. Not only do they gloss over that horrible thing that you went through, but they also turn the subject right back around to themselves. So there's no empathy and, of course, there's the whole look at me factor. And as we all know, narcissists tend to lose interest in everything we say, think, do, feel, or are once they know they've got their claws deeply in our souls. Then you've got the victim narcissist. This is number four, the victims. Victim words, victim phrasing, okay? You've got some people who are always having a crisis. Everything's wrong, poor me. You, you might text them and say, how you feeling? And they'll be like, oh, it's terrible. The whole world's against me, my whole life is over. Ever know anyone like that? These are the types of people who live in perpetual narcissistic injury state. I just made that up for you. But the people who are always focused on everything that's going wrong, you see them on Facebook, they're always talking about things that are messed up in their lives or other people's lives. Maybe somebody else got the job they always wanted. Maybe they become obsessed with taking on other people's tragedies if they don't have enough of their own drama. If someone has done something to injure them on a narcissistic level, they will want revenge. They will want to prove that person wrong. They will want everyone to feel bad for them and not like that other person. They might feel like they're being punished for something they did if they don't get the recognition they deserve. In any case, they live in this perpetual state of narcissistic injury where they're constantly worried about everything terrible and talking about everything terrible that's happening. This is a red flag wide, I think, for obvious reasons, but if not, I'll tell you, it's a red flag because anyone who lives in a perpetual state of narcissistic injury has no desire to have a better life. They want that pain. They want to get attention and sympathy for that pain. And it's, it's really difficult for the people around them to consistently listen to the negativity. And I'm not talking about someone who's actually in a toxic relationship or someone who's actually dealing with tragedy. I'm talking about someone who really isn't and, and who constantly seeks attention anyway. Just like we said in the last one, oh, you think that's bad? Wait till you hear what happened to me. But more than anything, I think what really counts here is this person's effect on you. How do they make you feel? If they make you feel great every time you're around them, well, then you probably don't have a problem. If they make you feel stupid, inadequate, not good enough, miserable, whatever, that person isn't for you. That person doesn't deserve your time and your attention. Don't let them be part of your inner circle. If you sometimes feel like that person's too good to be true and like you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, watch closely. That can also be a red flag, so be very careful. They might be love bombing you if it's a new person in your life. If you feel like you can't breathe, or like you can't get a word in edgewise, or you feel constantly overwhelmed by them, like you can't function around them normally, and the idea of them even kind of shortens your breath a little bit. If you feel like they're sucking all the air out of a room, or you feel like they're sucking all the energy out of your body, you feel constantly tired, red flag. Red flag, red flag, be aware. This is going to bring me to the question of the day. Do you recognize any of the phrasing that I explained in earlier in this video? And does any of it apply to what you've gone through with your narcissist? On the flip side of that, do you recognize kind of the emotions that I talked about and did any of those ring true for you when it came to your narcissist, whether you're still with them or not? Did you feel overwhelmed? Did you feel upset? Did you feel angry? Did you feel too good to be true? What did you experience with your narcissist in relation to the words they spoke and the emotions that they 
evoked in you. Share your thoughts, share your ideas, share your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. You never know who you can help with a comment. A fellow survivor can see your comment and feel not so alone and that's so important to me and I know it is to you too. All right, that's all I've got for you right now but as always, thank you so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life and hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. Now before I go, make sure that you take a look at the videos I'm leaving for you right here and right here and while you're here, hit that subscribe button right there so we can stay connected and continue on this healing journey together. I'll see you soon.